Welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's question comes to us from Chris, who has asked us to have a conversation about our favorite sequels. We have been sitting on this one for a while, Chris, so sorry, but not sorry at the same time. We've had some time-sensitive stuff. It's been and... a busy couple months. Yeah. So, and it's also, yeah, this is one that didn't really matter when we got to it. And in the the spirit of doing it kind of the same way as we did our least favorite sequels, we're just yep. going to have a conversation. We didn't yep. rank them. We didn't do a top ten because we do enough top tens of everything else. And we will get back to doing top tens. We but promise we... Tony and ta- ta- Terry. Terry. And it was yep. two T's. Yep. Yeah. Tony and Terry will get to the other ones eventually. Yep. Dave's watching movies from the 40s like yep. crazy. It's true. So I... we'll get to it. Well, we just figured we'd have a conversation about sequels. Cause yeah. Well, at the same time, how many lists can we do with the same... Because a lot of this... What am I going to say? What's my seventh or fifth favorite movie of all time? Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. So that's obviously going to be number one on my sequel list. Sure. Because I've already talked about how it's my favorite sequel. So yeah. what's the point in having that list again when we can do something slightly different? Exactly. So we're just going to chat about all these different movies and like empire strikes back exactly like it seemed like a perfect segue and then i mean we've got we wrote we were thorough in this oh yeah we looked different lists of different sequels and a lot of them were kind of the same oh yeah and a lot of it trends towards more modern sequels Mm -hmm. than it does because i still feel like we're missing something but what i feel that we're missing on our short list quotes around short list <laughs> but what i feel we're missing is probably something you haven't even seen More i'm probably likely. thinking something from the 60s where it's like oh there was this which is a sequel to this and you haven't seen it so <sighs> sean we didn't even think about the sting 2 or caddyshack 2 i actually did think about the sting 2 <laughs> while we were doing the list i thought about saying it while we were doing our rapid fire when it was in the godfather 2 section where yeah. it was just the stuff off the top of our head i was going to say sting 2 <laughs> just to see what reaction I would get because the Sting 2 is terrible. I haven't I, I, I haven't even tried watching it. It's terrible. Yeah. I have tried watching Caddyshack 2. It's worse than Sting 2. Oof. It is. Yeah. That, really bad. Yeah. It's it's I think we talked about it probably in our We're sequels. We're sequels. Oh yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So. That, that would happen like just after November. Halloween I think right? Yeah. yeah. So it's been a few months since we put that one out. Um, yeah. We don't need to talk about that because <laughs> let's not dwell on the crappy. Let's not boondock this. Exactly. I started with Empire. Yeah. Empire. It's great. Yeah. It's dark. It is. It's it's It ends on such a downer note. It does. I mean, uh, Han is frozen in... Carbonite. Carbonite. And yep. I guess Luke gets rescued from the... Like, as he went... The bottom of Cloud City. Yeah. Bottom of Cloud City. Yeah. He's just hanging out on that antenna. But he's had his hand chopped off. He finds out that Darth Vader is his father. Like, there's yep. just so much about it that it's just like... And it starts on Hoth. Yeah. The Hoth battle. The Hoth oh, battle yeah. is awesome. <laughs> it is such a good battle. And yeah, the Yoda with the tree cave thing slows the movie down. Yes. But, but. it's still very good. And speaking of very good Star Wars sequels... Force Awakens. Yeah. Which I've finally seen. Yeah. Actually, I saw that like six months ago, so that's old news Because you saw Rogue One. So. In the theaters! Yeah. But yeah, Force, I mean, Rogue One is kind of a, it's not a sequel to... It technically, technically is. Technically is. 
because it 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 fits in between four and or three and four, I yep. guess, right? But after Revenge, after Rebels, Clone Wars, yeah, and Rebels actually. Sure. Yeah. But I I guess it can. I don't know. Can it stand alone? I feel like that one can kind of stand alone. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Force Awakens is is very good. Yes. Um, I think as far as sequels go, I prefer Empire, just because sure. it does. Like Empire is a continuation of a story. I know Rogue One is as well, but it's kind of the start of a new story. Yeah. Whereas Empire is a continuation from something we're right in the middle of. Yep. Whereas, yeah, the Force Awakens, it's kind of starting. It's the, it's the new it hope of the, the conti- new generation. It right? is, and it, but it like it is continuing the story that sure. we had in four, five, and six. But you're right. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi is going to be the Empire to this new trilogy, right? So yeah, you knew that was the title. Yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's eight. So we have a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Or The Last of the Jedi or something like that. Yeah. We also had Revenge of the Sith. Yep. The titles are getting really similar. I'm not going to stop that from seeing me. Good. Good. Awkward sentencing. I'm not going to let that stop me from seeing it. That's what I thought you meant. I just But I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's gonna be. <laughs> I hope you go someday. I wish we had a wider audience so that someday someone would hear this, and one day you would wake up, and at your house you would find a cutout of like J.J. Abrams, a standing, just like staring <laughs> through like, your window. Dave, there's somebody out there. Is that J.J. Abrams? I'm not sure. I know what J.J. Abrams looks like. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I could Google it. I'm sure. Yeah, so anyway, Force Awakens, or wait, the new Je- the last of the Jedi? Or the last Jedi, yeah, hold on. So, yeah, the last Jedi. Okay, we, we double-checked here. Yeah. So now... It's not out yet, so it's just been the teaser poster with the title on it, so I haven't been paying fully the, in... all that much attention to it. When there's an actual poster, that'll be the background on my iPad until it comes out, as you do. <laughs> as I do. But right now it's Alien. That's because Alien's coming. Hey, Sean. Hey. Speaking of Alien, uh-huh. uh, I, I wondered if that's where you were going. <laughs> it was. Because we can only spend so much time talking about Star Wars. We've done it. We do Star Wars podcasts. Seven, once so, a year. Yeah. yeah and so. as long as Dave sees The Last Jedi in theater, we will do what we did for Rogue One again. I, a, a spoiler cast. I think that's a great that idea. That was fun. So and That is the plan. Having missed Force Awakens once, or having missed Force Awakens in the theater, I don't plan on making that same mistake. Yeah. So. Uh, I know you haven't seen Aliens. Or Outlander. But. <laughs> we can talk about Alien. and Okay, so. As far as our podcasts go, because there was a bunch of times where we were like, oh, well, this, like Toy Story 2. And then you asked, well, is it better than the original? Yeah. But we still have Aliens 2 on here. Yeah. Or we still have Aliens on here. It's comparable, but it's different enough. It's not a haunted house in space. It's an 80s action movie in the Aliens sure. universe. okay. So I consider them different enough. Yeah, it's a sequel, because Ripley, Ripley is the continuation sure. with the Xenomorph, right? Those are the two things that basically go through. But right. it happens 200-some years in the future. So, mm-hmm. 
It's different enough for me that I'm fine with it. Is that why Ripley's in that weird spacesuit? In Aliens? The weird spacesuit? Like the the thing that she's like the oh never mind. I'll just watch it and find out. <laughs> I think you mean the loader, which is a construction tool. Oh, is that what she's in? I think so. Oh. Like the, okay. Yeah. It's industrial equipment. Yeah, okay. I think is what you're referring to. I think that's to. probably what I'm... Like, it's the, the most iconic thing from Aliens 2. Aliens. Why do I keep saying Aliens 2? I'm doing great today, you guys. <laughs> Man, I'm just wording just so well today. Yeah. That's <laughs> why we both... call you Wordsmith. <laughs> if I could get the rights to the, the Who scream, it would go right there. <laughs> was terrible but very well done um aliens yep that it seems like one of the most iconic parts of aliens is she's driving something and attacking the xenomorph is that right yeah yeah the loader okay yeah i didn't realize that was a loader yeah it's 200 years in the future yes that's not really a spoiler it's literally at the beginning of the movie she finds out how do we find out how she survived for 200 years? Well, she's in cryostasis. Okay. She goes to sleep in the pod, right? She, oh, I hope they find me and she's right, hibernating. Right. Okay. And I hope they pick me up in the belt or whatever. I don't remember what she says. So I hope they find me. They do 200 some years in the future. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Which is why the video game... Alien Isolation, the one I wrote about, right. is her daughter, grown up, trying to figure out what happened to her mom. Oh! Yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so now, Aliens. Right. So now it's just, like, it's just vastly different than the original. Oh, yeah. It's not a horror movie. It's an action movie. Great. With horror elements, obviously, because the sure. alien's still in it, but... Well, and I feel like... It's James Cameron versus Ridley Scott, right? It's sure. different feel, different shooting style. Well, it's this is two James and a half Cameron hours when long. he was doing Terminator. Yes. And so this is action James Peak Cameron sci-fi versus Cameron. Yeah. Titanic, Avatar, Avatar, James Cameron. Did you see that ad during the Oscars that there's an Avatar like world? Pandora is coming to Walt Disney World? Oh, is it? Yeah. That's what that was? Yeah. Because... I was fast-forwarding through most of the Oscars because it was four hours long, and I didn't want to watch everything. And the commercials. And the commercials. And so I fast-forward... I saw something about Pandora, or... Yeah. The creatures from Avatar. Yep. And... Navi. Okay, thank you. And had no idea what it was about. I thought maybe it was a sequel for Oh, that's still coming, apparently. Okay. Great. (laughs) I know. So... I just saw them and thought, okay, that's... it's They're doing a Pandora world at Walt Disney. Interesting. Yeah. It could be really cool. Totally. All right. Anyway, those sequels aren't out yet, so we can't talk about how much better they are than Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about with Aliens? It's just... You haven't seen it, so I can't that's really... That's kind of... Okay. Well, let's go to something we've both seen. Okay, Last Crusade. I like that pause there. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep that one. <laughs> it was just so telling. It was just like, oh. What's something we've both seen? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No, I haven't. No, yeah, no, I haven't really. Sean hasn't. Yeah, okay. Anyway. 
Yeah. So Last Crusade. Now, I don't feel it's better than Raiders, but it is a good sequel. Well, and that's... There are some on here that are comparable to the original. Yeah. Like, in your opinion, as we discovered last week, I haven't seen all of The Godfather Part Two. Right. Is it... Better, better than the first one. It is? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, fair uh, enough. At the same time, though, and I've talked about this before, they're the same movie to me. It's sure. like a Kill Bill thing where they just kind of run together, but they're so long and they're different enough to qualify right. them. Like, we're not going to talk about Kill Bill Volume 2 on this no. list. Because they are basically the same thing. And The Godfather 2 is kind of, but at the same time, it's a different story. And it's But you find the background out, and you find out about the rise. Sure, yeah. And at the same time, more about Michael running the show and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, no, that makes sense. Okay, then we can... Anyway, I was just wondering, because there are some on here that, while they might be better, there are some that, I, I don't know, that, that I would compare... Like, as good as the original. Yeah. Right? And I feel like Last Crusade, Raiders is the best. Yeah, it is. I think. But Last Crusade is good enough that it warranted a conversation. Discussion. Yeah, sure. Um, I did say Temple of Doom, although you did point out that technically it's a prequel. Technically. And also, we've talked about Kate Gapshaw. Yes, we have. And if she wasn't in it, I would love Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom table flip temple of the doom yep uh you got that from return of the jedi or the last of the jedi (laughs) damn you star wars (laughs) it's all george lucas's fault yep (laughs) temple of the doom is so dark and you just said it again temple of doom did i i'm out i quit i'm leaving right now temple of doom is not as good it doesn't really because of kate capshaw and also, some of the story just isn't as interesting. No, but I think the... The Temple of Kali is fun. Yeah. It's dark for and sections. And that's, that's why I like it, is because it is such a... Much like Empire. Yeah. It is much darker than both the uh, Raiders and Last Crusade. Yes. So it has that, which is kind of a nice way to sandwich these three movies together. Yeah. But it isn't as fun. And it's there's not. something so enjoyable about both Raiders and Last Crusade because you are going on this adventure with Indiana Jones. And yep. in Last Crusade, Sean Connery. His dad. Which is great. Yeah. It's a buddy piece, except they're not a talking pie and a killer robot driving instructor. It's right. Indiana Jones and his father. And I feel like Sean Connery was the perfect choice to play his dad. Yeah. Despite the fact that he and Harrison Ford are, what, like 12 years apart or something <laughs> like that? Not enough. Yeah. But, but you buy it. Sure. It doesn't matter. In those serials, it doesn't matter. No, right? exactly. That's why you can watch movies from the 40s, mm-hmm. as you brought up, where it's like, wow, that's uh, that's like a four-year age difference, and he's playing your son. All right, then. Sure. Fair enough. Well, it's, I mean, you think about it in theater all the time. Yep. Like how, because you can't often get 80-year-old actors, and so if you need somebody, we're doing a, a show soon where we have a guy who's supposed to play a 95-year-old person. It's like, well, you can't because there aren't a lot of 95-year-olds who could play a character. Day in, day out. Day in, day out for yeah. however long of a run of a show. So you get a guy who can age himself and people will buy it. Yeah. It's suspension of disbelief and you can do that in film as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, with Henry and Indiana Jones, 
Yeah. I buy it. Junior. Henry Jones Jr., yes. I don't know why he named himself after the dog. <laughs> like Indiana. Uh, anyway. And he meets Hitler. Right? There's just so many... You bring the Nazis back. That made yeah, a difference. It really did. It's a, They're the perfect Saturday morning serial bad guy. Totally. Right? They're the perfect bad guy. You have to establish so much with the cultists in the second, the prequel slash yeah. second one, right? Which is why, because the the yeah the Temple of Kali is very, it's it's dark and it's entertaining, but it's so little of the movie. Yeah, it you know it's a what a quarter of the movie or something like that. Like it's I mean maybe not quite that, but like a lot of it is setting up that premise. Whereas in the in Raiders, Nazis bad. Yup. Okay, we're into this. Even and even in Last Crusade, it takes a while to realize that it is the Nazis that we're going to. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because he's on the 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 hunt for his father. Yep. And then those like the the peacekeepers or the the guys who have the tattoos on their chest. Oh yeah, yeah. Who end up chasing him? And, you know, I'm prepared to die, Mister Doctor Jones. Are you? Whatever, whatever those guys are who end up coming back to help them later. Those guys are like that that hunt through the like on the boat and that boat chase and everything like that. Like that's fun. Yeah. And there's a double agent. Yeah, exactly. And again, as soon as you find out, it's like, oh, Nazis. I got it, Kate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I, every premise is set. You're good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So oh, man. I haven't watched Raiders or well, I haven't watched any Indiana Jones movies in far too long. Oh, wow. It used to be one of those ones. It was just like every couple months, like, all right, time to watch me some Last Crusade. And it's been too long. Hmm. I've seen Raiders a lot. Yeah. But I mean, it's been Raiders, a while since I've seen Last Crusade. Raiders is one of those ones where I've got a friend who talked about when he was doing landscaping. He would take, I don't know how he got, I mean, he's a sound guy, so he figured hmm. it out. But he was able to get the sound of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark onto it like i guess at that point it was a walkman and so he would do landscaping while listening to raiders and because he had seen it so many times that you can just picture what's happening yeah and i could almost do that i could do that with raiders and probably last crusade to be honest yeah probably but it's been raiders seems to be on more often than last crusade it is yeah so and that's why you've seen it more exactly back to the future too yeah it's not as good as the first one Neither of them are as good as the first one. But it's still really good, and it's a very different movie. Again, it's... Super dark. Super dark. Like, you go from Back to the Future, which is all set in the 50s, and it's really fun, and... Yeah. Well, it's the entire premise. Like, at the Oscars, what Seth Rogen was talking about, where it's going back in time and going to high school with your parents, and there's that weird conceit, and people learn skateboarding because of it and yeah. trying to get onto the back of cars for reasons. <laughs> but there's so much in that. Well, and, you know, I think there's something so romantic about traveling back in time to a to a bygone era yep. that we, I know I just said romantic, but that we romanticize, that we look at and kind of go, ah, oh, the 50s would have been so much fun. Like, what a cool era to, there's a reason why we have 50s diners. Yep. Right? What a cool era to visit. Exactly. Precisely. Yeah. I like breathing, so sure. modern science is nice. Well, you don't have polio, so things are okay. Exactly. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. But 
it would be fun to go back and and visit. Yeah. And so that's what makes that movie so enjoyable, I guess. And just yeah. so, yeah. Anyway, so then you get that second one. Where, with the weird Trump is president future. It's just, wow. Right? <laughs> when you watch it again, does Biff not remind you a little bit of Trump? Oh, 100%. Like, wow. <laughs> right? It's just, it's so... Kind of surreal. So yeah. really what's happened is... Both The Simpsons and Back to the Future. Kind of predicted yeah. President Trump. Yeah, it's very so surreal. But yeah, like he comes back from 2015, which so we're now further ahead than where Marty McFly travels to in Back to the Future 2. Right. Marty and Doc, I guess. Yeah. And Jennifer. Um, yeah. Well, ah, uh, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. Uh, so they, they, they travel to 2015 and everything goes wrong. And then you come back and it's just like, what what happened? And that is not a world I want to live in, but we're kind of... Some of it. Like, some it's of not, it. It's not to the same extent That's as That's a Hill dystopia. Valley. That is That is absolutely a blatant dystopia. dystopia. Yeah. It's not that bad. No. But the idea of this rich person getting elected just because he's rich is kind of frightening yeah and that's i wish a, that we had a time machine that we could travel back to and avoid all this but or know. travel forward get that almanac and bet it ourselves that's true then we can become the future Biff. and everybody will answer to us <laughs> i like it all right step one is getting a time machine yep that could be tricky well, we just underpants nomad. Step one, time machine. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like it. I wish there was a second South Park movie to Gnomes, Dwarves, Lord of the Rings. Nice. How's that? Okay, perfect. There's, there's all kinds of ways to jump around. Yeah. <sighs> I feel now, like this makes more sense than Kill Bill. Okay, I was just going to ask because... It is a continuation of the same story. So is which Empire. I guess a lot of sequels technically are. So is Empire. Yeah. So. So, I mean, but Kill Bill 2, she hadn't finished. How do we quantify this? Because, like, she hadn't finished killing all the The only people. reason it's two movies is because Quentin it, thought it was too long. Yeah. So he cut it into two movies. That's it. It wasn't made as a sequel, it was made. That way, because he had to do it that way. Sure. Godfather or, 2, Empire, different movies. Different people work on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Add that some makes Billy sense. Dee Williams. Like, they are different. Right. Lord of the Rings, different. Yes, they worked on them all at the same time, but it's 12 hours of movie. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, nobody's... And we're adding people. Sure. Eowyn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I mean... Yeah, all movies are essentially continuations. Even Die Hard 2, we still have... Technically, it's a continuation of the first one. But it's we're adding new characters, different locations. Yeah. Yeah. And you could make the argument for Kill Bill if you want to, but it is the same movie. It's just, it's stopped in yeah. the middle, as opposed to being four hours long, like Lord of the Rings. I think that's the difference, is at least Lord of the Rings and... And, like, Die Hard, there's a, a logical stopping point. Yep. Whereas with Kill Bill, there's not really... 
nothing's resolved. No, There's she, nothing. She's essentially taking a rest. Yeah. And then goes and continues. Lord of the Rings is okay. Hobbits are on their own and they're on their way. Yep. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So then it's no longer the fellowship. It's about the two towers. Yeah. And then at the end of two towers, you have Isengard is flooded. Yep. And Battle of Helm's Deep. Battle of Helm's Deep. And then Sam and Frodo are just still walking. Yeah. So so then three is the ascension of a king mm-hmm. and Gondor and getting to Mordor and... The rift between Sam and Frodo and then the reunited... And we didn't mention Gollum slash Smeagol at all. No, exactly. Because he's added in two, but mm-hmm. he's hinted at in one. So mm-hmm. it's like it feels more of a sequel, even though it is continuation. It's also a second book. Exactly. It's tricky because often... I mean, Back to the Future 2... You could technically watch the second one without really needing to see the first one. You could, yeah. Whereas I feel like you're missing a lot if you don't watch the first Lord of the Rings. Technically, if you skipped Alien and saw Aliens first, it's not that bad. Sure. Which is almost what I was going to do because Aliens is... Did you see? Yeah, nailed it it that time. Aliens is on TV way more regularly than Alien is. Right. So if I just ever was able to find it before it started, I could PVR it. Yeah. Amongst all the other things I have on my PVR. Although you've now seen Alien. It's true. And whenever you want to see Aliens, you can just ask. Once I return Outlander. Right. Yeah. That's fair. I also have 30 movies on my PVR that I need to get through, so. Aw. <laughs> That'll boost my, my amount of movies I've watched up, though. It will. There's also a few on there that I've, like, I think I've got Saving Private Ryan on there, which is actually on Netflix. It's on Netflix now. So yep. I can delete it from there, which will clear up more space because it's three hours. And yep. Once I can probably, anyway, that's, is there not a, there's no Saving Private Ryan sequel, is there? No. Dang. That's too bad. Uh, we've talked about Lord of the Rings recently. We talked about them in our, in our top ten movies of 2005, 2000 2005. Yep. So it's not something that we really need to dwell on I think that's fair right yeah aliens we talked about do you want to talk about like Friday the third Friday the 13th part four the final, final chapter. chapter there's a couple that which is totally the final chapter there were not <laughs> totally not other six movies more movies that. <laughs> yeah that's the tricky I mean unless we count reboots then there's more <laughs> cough <laughs> Jason X in space that is Jason in space is Jason X. Okay. So horror movies have a tendency to just flog that dead horse. Oh, yeah. They will sequel like crazy. Child's Play 7 is being filmed right now. I assume Bride of Chucky counts as a sequel, too. Yep. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Child's Play 7 is not called Child's Play 7. That's just It's Curse of Chuck, Cult of Chucky or something like that. But it's the same sort of concept. It's, it's the... It is Child's Play 7. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's more Chucky. Well, and like... And I think that's because horror villains, especially the good ones, Chucky, Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy, Leatherface, like, they can cause such fear. Yep. And they will just find more ways to rehash those characters. I don't mind watching it again. Sure. My favorite Friday the 13th is 4. Yeah. I like 4 the most. Why? We've talked about this before. I mean, a that would been months ago. Months but, ago, and yeah. at the same time, this can always be the first podcast totally. for somebody, yep. so I That's don't true. mind. 
Uh, Corey Feldman. Amazing. Super young Corey Feldman. Really funny. It It's before he became weirdly superpowered, which happens in oh, six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Six is when he is resurrected by lightning. Right. And just becomes essentially superhuman. Uh, the cast is really good. It's the one that has Crispin Glover dancing in it, which he choreographed oh, okay. based on his own dancing. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's strange. The gore is fun. It's just, it's the funnest, I think, okay. out of all of them. And it is the one, I don't want to spoil it. In case, I know it's older, but this is a little more obscure. Well, and that's like, that's the trick with, with horror movies. And the reason why I haven't seen as many nightmares as I would like to is because they're not on TV that often. I saw all of the Friday the 13th because Netflix Canada added all of them. Oh, really? At one point, yeah. like two, three years ago. You were just like, here's all the Friday the 13th. And I'm like, done. So I just watched them all. Great. And then they took them off. And yep. and that's the issue is Netflix rotates through stuff like that. And so maybe yep. it'll come back around or maybe we'll get a bunch of the nightmares, in which case I will just burn through a bunch of them. Yeah, or Shudder. Sure. Shudder might grab it too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because they have all of the phantasms, all of the grudges. Okay. So. Just another thing I have to subscribe to. You don't have to. I know, but there's just a lot of stuff on there that I would probably enjoy. Probably. <sighs> they recently added a Greek zombie movie starring Billy Zane, which I am definitely going to be watching <laughs> as soon as I possibly can. Do you have Shutter? Yes. Okay. How much is it for? Uh, Four ninety nine a month. Hmm. Yeah, that might be worth it. The way I look at it is, if I was going to rent a movie, it's five to six bucks. Sure. So as long as I find that I am watching more than one movie a month on it, it is justifying the cost to that, me. That's fair. Because on those days when I would be renting something, if I watch something on Shutter, it's yeah. the same cost. No, that makes sense. So Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. But yeah, part four, it's my favorite. Okay. Uh, Final Destination, we can talk about that one too, because I know how you love five. Five. Because that's the one that kind of takes the piss out of itself, right? Yes. Okay. And you have to have seen the other ones for it to be as fun. Right. And I get that, but that's what makes it such a good sequel. Right. Is because it understood what it was and was just like, all right, screw it. Let's uh, let's play with our audience. And they sure. did. And it was fun. Okay. Have you seen any Final Destinations? Uh, no. Okay. We've had that conversation. Because we, we did the our Final Destination, like, our Rube Goldberg podcast. Yep. Recently. And by no. recently, I mean, like, Not within recently. the last six months. <laughs> yeah, sure. At some point, that's, like, I've had conversations with people and be like, oh, so the other day I was talking to my friend about this, and then I think back, I'm like, the other day was, like, three months ago. <laughs> In my world, the other day is within the last six months. So All of these podcasts just are blurred together for days. Sometimes like, it is. Yeah. Did we just talk about ice cream? Nope, nope, that was 2015. <laughs> oh, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> Maybe we should do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, do we need to... There's a lot more that we want to get to, but we also need to take a break at oh, some yeah. point. So I just feel like we can talk about ones that I've seen on the other side of the break. Ooh. I know. But, okay, I guess since we're kind of talking horror... Oh, sure, yeah. Army of Darkness. Yeah. In the, in the list that we looked at, people kept putting Evil Dead 2, which technically is... A sequel, it's a sequel to Evil Dead 1, but it's essentially the exact same story, just with a bigger budget. And allowing it to link to Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... 
and turned Ash into more of a hero versus the first one where Ash was more of a wimp. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, I do appreciate all those changes because, I mean, look what we've got from Ash now. Yeah. We've got Ash versus the Evil Dead TV show. Yep. We've got Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. There's Evil Dead the musical, which is yeah. amazing. <laughs> uh... Like, there's so many good things about Ash. So it's a good thing that they did reboot it. Yep. I mean, Sam Raimi had learned stuff and had, like we said, he had more money. Yep. Evil Dead 2 is good. It is. Army of Darkness is so cheesy and fun. Is so cheesy and fun. And I think that was the difference was, I think with Evil Dead 2, they still wanted to make kind of a horror and they were still like, there were... It was a bit cheesier, but not Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is all, it's just, they've camped it up so much. This is my boomstick, shop smart, shop S-mart. Honey, you got real ugly. Like, there's so many... Yep. Tremendous moments. He already has his chainsaw arm. Yeah, exactly. He's spawned, like, I would love to go as Ash for Halloween one year. You should. I think I might. I just, I've got the hair for it. Yeah. I don't have the chin for it, but, you know, eh. nobody's got Bruce Campbell's chin. Nope. I just need to find a way to fashion a fake chainsaw. So it's something I need to get on sooner rather than later. I thought about it this past year, but it's like, that's a lot to get together in two days. You could always go as first Ash. I could. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or like mechanical hand ash. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple different options. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I just figured I'd touch on that since we were kind of riding the horror train and it's not really horror because it's so absurdly funny. It's kind of skeletons and zombies. Yeah, right? Like sort of the dead ice. Yeah. Yeah. Ten Cloverfield Lane, if we're counting that as a sequel. Sure. Which it's kind of weird. It's in the same universe as Cloverfield. I know you haven't seen either of them. No. So it sort of applies. Ten Cloverfield Lane is an amazing movie. Okay. So, um, what? I, Dawn of the Dead zombie movies. Yep. It's Dawn and Day. I like Dawn more than I like Day, but okay. But they're both they're... better than Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got y'all worried now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think Dave's they... confidence is shot. <laughs> That's why we're gonna take a break. Oh, thank God. The second half is brought to you by Raisins. Didn't see that coming, did you? Well, Raisins are back, and better than ever, as they're now even more Raisins. Enjoy Raisins everywhere you eat food, like the beach, at home, at work, in the passenger seat of a 1978 Camaro that has been lowered, but not so much that it's not street legal, but close, you know? I mean, it's a muscle car, sure, but there's just something to be said about hearing that roar of a Camaro going down the road and the... Raisins! And we're back. We're going to start this part off by talking about a big thing of sequels. Bond. Yeah. As we were going through, like, the first list we found didn't have any Bond on there. So we were... And then all of a sudden, the second one, we were like, oh, of course. Oh, yes, right. Technically, everything since... Everything from Doctor No from Doctor No, okay, down until Die Another Day are sequels. Then we could call Casino Royale a reboot because technically there's a Casino Royale before right. Doctor No, and it's the first story where he gets his license to kill and becomes 007. So, right, yeah. But we also decided that, I mean, yes, technically they're all sequels, but we decided that maybe we could go with every Bond. New Bond. 
so we can't pick Dr. No. Right. Because that's the first Sean Connery one? It is. And we can't pick Goldeneye because that's the first uh, Pierce Brosnan one. Right. And we can't pick Casino Royale because that's the first Daniel Craig one. Yeah. And then there was... I noticed that you skipped Roger Moore. Yeah, because I haven't seen any of his. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or Timothy Dalton's. Or... Well, there's only two. George Lazenby has yeah, one. Yeah, that's the other one. Okay, so... yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know there's one guy who played... All right, George Lazenby played... Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which is actually a very good Bond film, as you can tell on the top 24, as I ranked every Bond sure. film, yeah. plug on the website, guysfrom.com. So, theguysfrom.com. Oh, see, now you're omitting the thes. I kept yes. adding them in and... Shut up. Anyway... <laughs> I, because I haven't seen as many Bonds as you, right. I, I could only basically opine on Brosnan, Craig, and Sean Connery. Okay. So, for me, it would be Goldfinger. Sure. Uh, Skyfall. Yeah. Obviously. Cause, that's that's my Daniel Craig, too. Skyfall is an amazing I mean, Bond film. Casino Royale would be my favorite of his, but... Skyfall's mine. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I I very much like Casino Royale. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was top ten. Sure positive yeah but skyfall is two oh, so okay. fair yeah um and then but i think and just to go off on a small sure, skyfall yeah, 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 yeah. sidebar i think if you had seen all of them like i had skyfall would mean more to you sure because there are so many little things in that where it's like oh and that ties this and that's this and this makes this ma-. yeah right that's fair skyfall is a very important bond film i feel for bond fans because it ties a lot. Okay. So that's fair. And for me, I just found it fun and entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then and gorgeous. Yes, that is the beautifully shot movie. And then oh, uh, Connery for me is Thunderball. Okay. It's my favorite Bond movie of all time. Oh, so well, then it's it definitely Thunderball. Would have to be. And again, like I haven't seen all the Conneries. I've seen a couple of them. But have you seen Thunderball? I don't think so. That's uh, Florida. The climax is all underwater diving. <laughs> That's there's a fight underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've told me about that. I have yet to see that one. Okay. Okay. And then Pierce Brosnan. Uh... Well, we take out the good one. Yeah. Um... Exactly. So yeah, the world is not enough. Die another day, and tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah. Speaking of movies that all like the sequels all sound the same. Yeah. Um. The second one, whatever that one was, because they just got worse and worse as it went on. So. For some reason, I feel like the. Th- Oh, no, I might be blocking that one out. <laughs> yeah, you're... But is the second one the one with Denise Richards? I don't know. I... Denise Richards, Famke... Famke Jansen. Famke Jansen. She was in Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, Halle Berry. Yep. And somebody else. <laughs> They were all so bad after Goldeneye, right? That it's hard to remember. I know that's the that's the issue. That even happened when I was writing the top twenty four because I had I forgot completely that there was another Pierce Brosnan movie because it was so bad. <laughs> okay, so I think you're right. Goldeneye, it's, yeah. Then tomorrow never dies. Yep. Who had Jonathan Price? Terry I believe. Hatcher. She was the other girl. Okay. And that one, 
It was Jonathan, Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price is yeah. the bad guy in that one. Yeah. It's a terrible plot, but out of his movies, right. that might be the best one. Yeah, and then The World is Not Enough. That was the one with... Denise Richards. Denise Richards and yeah. Sophie Marceau. Yeah. And so then Tomorrow Never... Die, Die Another, Another Day, Day was the one with... Uh, uh, Halle Berry. Berry. The, oh. one that, the one that started off with a Madonna song at, over a montage of James Bond being tortured in prison. Mm, yeah. What a... Great film that was. So I guess, yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies is the you have best to? sequel out of all of those. That's the issue is, yeah, it, they just, Goldeneye was so good. Yeah. And then they rapidly deteriorated after that. Whereas oh, with yeah. at least Daniel Craig, I mean, Quantum was weird. Weird. But it wasn't crappy. No, it was just weird. Yeah. Whereas... It was a direct sequel, which yeah. was a strange choice. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. And I think one of the reasons why Bond is so good is because every event, like it's it's they're bottle episodes essentially, with an over with an arch. Sure, there's the Spectre arc. There's always a usually a Spectre arc, and then with Roger Moore, there's not really. Spectre is kind of gone by that point, and right. it gets kind of silly, and then it comes back. But anyway. Yeah. What's your Roger Moore sequel? Spy Who Loved Me. Okay. Probably. Die, Live and Let Die is my favorite of his. His first one is my oh, favorite. Okay. I've, well, I love that one. It's the voodoo one. It's the first African-American bad guy. Oh, okay. It's all in the South. Uh, Jane Seymour is the Bond girl. Nice. Like, it's it's a really good one. I've yeah. always liked that one the most. Live and Let Die, you said? The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, The Spy Who Loved Me. Live and Let Die is, is, your the, sequel. is my favorite. The right. Spy Who Loved Me is the sequel, because Live and Let Die is the first one. Okay, that's, sorry, that's what I was trying to, Also yes. has a Paul McCartney song. Yeah, great, well, that's Paul the McCartney song. and Wings. Yeah, yeah. right. If And covered by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Actually, not a bad cover. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like, with the with the, the Bonds, it almost seems like the often the first one is so good that it's hard to live up to. I, I know, like... From Russia with Love is better than Dr. No. That's the second oh, okay. Sean Connery. Okay. Now the third is Goldfinger, and yeah. then fourth is Thunderball. Man, he did some good movies. He has very good Bond films. Like, those four, I, I mean, I've only, I haven't seen all of them, but the one, okay. I've seen Dr. No, and I've seen... Well, then he goes to You Only Live Twice, which was awkwardly racist. Oh, great. Uh, and then there's Diamonds Are Forever, which is oddly trying to tie into flower culture at the same time with some weird like hippie assassins Uh and stuff he did six at least six yeah if we don't call never say never again an official bond movie because that's (laughs) when the rights split all right you know at some point we are going to get a bond top bond what and i mean like i like them i just need to watch there's 24 of them there's so many that it would it would probably be like the seinfeld episode because I don't know Seinfeld as well as you do, sure. but I can contribute, yeah. whereas you don't know Bond like I know Bond. No. So you could contribute, and then I'd be wandering through. Right. That's fair. Is there anything else about Bond? Like, we could we we know that we are going to get a Bond request at some point. Probably now. So. I think I have... I have established before my fondness for Bond also wrote the articles, mm-hmm. but as we've talked about before, the podcast audience and the article audience are different. Totally. And I think this is the most in-depth we've ever talked about Bond. Sure. That and sounds about right. Wow. In like 250, 260 episodes, this is the most in-depth we've talked Crazy. All right. This is episode 157. We haven't done 250. It feels like they all blur <laughs> together, Sean. 
<laughs> it's once a week, dude. We haven't been doing this that long. I don't know. It's been two. Are you okay? No, I'm you hungry so and tired. hundred and sixty episodes? This is hundred and fifty seven. I was close to that. Okay, fine. It was closer than two sixty. <clears throat> Um, okay, we, on our, on various lists, Fury Road kept coming up. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Which seemed weird to kind of both of us. It never felt like a sequel. No. Because there are the sequels, there's Road Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome. And it's just, this didn't feel the same, but I get it because it was intended to be a sequel. I guess for me it was, because Mel Gibson plays Max, right? Yes. Yeah, so... You already had a Mad Max character. Yeah. The movies were Mad Max. You had a character named Max. It was the same sort of concept. Everything about it seemed to me like Mad Max, Mad Max 2, and then uh, Beyond Thunderdome were these great movies. This was intended to be done with Mel. This was intended to be done, like, keep going. So that it, like, it was intended to be a direct sequel but okay. it feels so different because sure. new max yeah and let's be fair Charlie theron's furiosa is the heart of that movie oh, so 100%. it's more her than it is max yeah. max grunts his way through it and is mad max and that's fine that's great <laughs> i love tom hardy yeah me too like there's some movies where that's what he does like in the revenant and in mad max like yep he just kind of like his weird Bane voice yeah. in the Batman we won't talk about. Totally. That's a nice segue for coming up. But yeah, there's some... But then he's in... Like, he's very eloquent and, and charming in um, Inception. Yep. And it's just like, what? How, what? Okay. Cool. He plays twins in Legend? Does British. He? Yep. Okay. He plays British gangster twins. Cool. In Legend. It's a good film. Yeah. It's not amazing, but okay. it's good. Anyway... Everything about that just felt like... It doesn't feel like a sequel, but it is. Yeah. But it's not at the same time? It it felt more like a reboot to me. So that's why we kept... We, we fought it, and then finally we wikied it. And it just, oh, yeah, okay. Everything calls it a sequel, Everything so calls it a sequel. Fine. So that... We could put it on there. I couldn't have talked about Mad Max 2. I'm sure I've seen it yeah. years ago. But it was so long ago that I... That's fair. Yeah, I don't even have it rated because I don't know if I've actually seen it all. Ah, uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, but we both love Fury Road. Yep. I mean, I was disappointed it didn't win the Oscar last year, I, or as many as it could have. Like, it would have been cool to see it win Best Picture, but I wasn't shocked that it did. Yeah, and plot-wise, probably not. It's pretty hard to compete with Spotlight or even The Revenant. Yeah. But it was entertaining as hell. Yeah. Very well shot. I saw a video recently, a friend of mine on Facebook posted um, all the clips of like the crazy things these guys have done on vehicles, like all the stunts that had happened without a green screen or without special effects, like yep. all the different things that these guys have actually done as stunts. And it's incredible. Yeah. Most of the CG was just for safety gear. Sure. That way it's like, yeah, he's actually doing that, but he's got like a safety wire. Yeah. Fine. Totally. But the, you know, like they had guys playing these guitars and like these giant stacks of flames churning out like these things. It was just incredible. It was yeah. a very, very well-made movie. Yep. So I'm more than happy to have it on this list. It just seems very strange. Yeah. If it is a sequel, it's my favorite Mad Max. Sure. 
out of all four. Yeah. So, fine. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you said Batman. Yeah. We've got a couple on here. Yep. So, we can talk about The Dark Knight first, because... That, is that the best Batman movie, period? I think so. Yeah. I love the Tim Burton Batmans. Yeah, they're fun. And we'll get to Batman Returns in a minute. Yeah. Because that is the sequel, and I... Okay, let's talk about that first, because we're talking about it. So... <laughs> okay. Batman... The the original Tim Burton Batman, this is one of those situations where I would comp- I would put them both so even that... Yeah, Jack Nicholson's Joker in the first one is amazing. But Danny DeVito as Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer in vinyl as Catwoman is just so damned sexy. Yeah. That it's hard not to like either of those movies. This, The plot is a little... Strange. Strange in it's Batman Tim Returns, Burton. but it's Tim Burton, exactly. Um, in the first one, you're still learning who Batman is, and like you've got Jack Nicholson running amok, and yeah, I mean, you've got Jack Palance as the former boss, and like it's yeah. everything about the first one is great, but the second one is a little bit more comic booky, I guess. It is a little, in spite of the fact that it's not very comic booky as far as comic book movies go. Yeah, but, but Penguin, eh, it's a little comic book. Exactly, it doesn't get as comic booky as the Schumachers did. No, and that's why I. I still like Batman Returns, and if you gun to my head, I would say I, I prefer the original. Yeah. But I like Batman Returns enough that it warranted a conversation. Yeah, did a good sequel. The Dark Knight, Heath's is Joker the best. is... Aaron Eckhart's Two-Face. Oh His dent to Two-Face? So good. So good. Yeah. I mean, we could all do without the, the voice. I yeah. like that solution that they did in Batman v Superman, speaking of sequels. Because yeah. technically, that's a sequel to Man of Steel. Yep. Um, the the where it's just built in the suit that the voice changes. Yeah. Because I get why Bale did it. Because you don't. If you sound like Bruce Wayne, you're going to be Bruce Wayne. Exactly. If I'm talking to you like this, and then I dress up in a suit, and you hear me, you still know my voice well enough that you know who it is. Especially on a podcast, right? It's exactly. Like, oh, it's Dave. No, no, it's it's the Crimson Avenger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Crap. it makes sense that he has to change his voice. Yeah. It was kind of weird, but it didn't I know a lot of people really didn't like it. It didn't bother me that much. Meh. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. It's not going to take away from how good that movie is. Yeah. Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox. Michael Caine's Alfred was great. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, it's such a good Batman It's a movie. very well put together cast. Although, yeah. I will say, I do like Jeremy Irons as Alfred in... Uh, he is a good Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. He brings a different feel to it. Yeah. But Michael Caine's Cockney Alfred is just so yeah. cheeky. He's so much... He's very charming. Exactly. And that's that's a charming kind of, ah, uh, hug that Alfred. Right. Whereas Jeremy Irons is more the... He feels more butlery. Just like the Alfred from the Tim Burton ones. Yes. Because that Alfred was more stoic, a doting kind of, yeah. servant, whereas Michael Caine's Alfred is a friend. He's, yeah. I mean, he's he's not a friend, he's family. Yeah. They have that repartee. And so, and he can, he could call out Bruce Wayne when Bruce was acting like a jackass. Yep. And I feel like, well... The, the Alfred from the Burton ones and Jeremy Irons are not necessarily um, they aren't able to do that they they had a little bit more dry wit and they could get yeah. the odd joke here and there but they couldn't 
they couldn't call out Bruce Wayne the way that Michael Caine could call out Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. Doesn't feel like it, no. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why, to me, that's why it is the best Batman movie. Yep. So it is obviously a very good sequel. <laughs> What's your favorite X-Men movie? How, first off, how many of them have you seen? X-Men, X2, X3. Last Stand. Last yep. Stand. Uh, Days of Future Past. First Class, which is the... Uh, I don't... That's kind of the reboot with McAvoy and... Um... Yeah, well, it's the... What Days of Future Past is the sequel to, kind of? I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. Uh, and then the latest one is Age of Apocalypse. Which I haven't seen yet. Okay, okay. so... Of the original three, I mean, I think even with X-Men, I still prefer X2. Yeah, um, me too. Stryker and, like, when they, I mean, they come back up to Canada, so there's a little bit of... And the mansion. And yeah. Then... So I, I prefer X2 to the original X-Men. There's just better, there's less exposition and more just action. Characters are established. Exactly. We don't need to have an explanation of to who Wolverine or Magneto is again. Yeah. Fine. Totally. But I would say I probably prefer Days of Future Past to X2. Yeah. I mean, you've got Fassbender and McAvoy and... Uh, McKellen, McKellen and Stewart. and Stewart and Jackman all lumped together. Yep. So, well, and... Um, uh, she plays Mystique. Um, oh, uh, Jennifer J-Lo, Lawrence. Jayla, yeah. yeah. So, like, you've got an incredible... And not to say that the originals, like the... Ellen Page. Yeah, Ellen Page is great. Just but like she's Shadow Cat. But, I mean, like, the originals, you have Halle Berry, and you've got... Who is briefly in Days of Future yeah, Past. Yeah, and Famke... Famica Jansen. Famica Jansen, thank you. Yeah. I'm so close, but it's just one that I can't quite get. Yeah. Um, like, that cast is, is pretty good. Yeah, it but is. But this one... I mean, James McAvoy and, McAvoy and Michael Fassbender together yeah. with the two sirs are pretty incredible. Nicholas Holt as Beast... Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. So it's... And I just love the idea of how they kind of get the two worlds together. Yeah. And I think it was very well done. I I found it really... I saw that one in the theater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, with my... Uh, yeah, anyway. So Sarah fell asleep. And I just... I was... Fair enough. Blown away. I was just like, this is... Peter Dinklage is in it, too. He's Trask. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that makes the Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's just, it's a tremendous cast and just very captivating, yeah. I think. I love that one. Yeah. I really do. Um, plus, it's the X-Men set in the 60s. Yep. Which is pretty fun. Like, you get to see Wolverine in the 60s. <laughs> it just tells him off. Right? Looks exactly the same. <laughs> no, that was, that's first class. Sorry. They go to him in first class. Oh, okay. And that, it's his cameo, because it is Hugh Jackman. Right. And they approach him at a bar, and he's just like, nope, F off. And they're like... Okay, and they leave. <laughs> uh, did you like First Class? I did. Okay. Yeah, I really did. Because, I mean, we've had conversations about the X-Men before, but yep. and just how much we enjoy them. And I would like to see First Class, just because I have seen many of the X-Men movies in the canon, so I right. feel like this is... I would like to... Whereas the Avengers, I haven't seen any of the Avengers yet, and I haven't been quite as pressed about that. I would like to get through all the X-Men. Because yeah, I sure. like them so much, and because they are, like I've always enjoyed the X Men as far as comic book. When characters When we talk go. superheroes, yeah. you're you're an X Men person. Totally. So it's, 
Yeah. That is something I will end up doing. That's fair. And it's just good to know that it... Because what was Wolverine? The origin story of Wolverine? Yeah, there's was, Wolverine Origins, yeah. Which I've heard is not very good. It's not great. Yeah, is that the one with um, Gambit? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I know Gambit's in a different one. I think he's in he's in another one. Maybe... Oh. I haven't seen a lot of the offshoot yeah, X-Men. But I, I feel like he was in one of the bigger ones as like a, a secondary part or something. I don't know. Yeah. They all blend together. There's a lot of those X-Men <laughs> Everything movies. blends together. It does. This podcast blends together with X-Men. It's just the way it goes. Yep. But I, there are so many that it's hard to remember what each character is from and who plays them in what movie. And yeah. Because we're jumping decades and generations. And, and we're talking about a bunch of different movies all at once. Exactly. It just, they all, like, it's, there's a reason my brain is mush. Yep. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is great. And this is the, the Tobey Maguire yeah, Spider-Man 2. Not the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I liked the first one. It I was thought fine. That, yeah, it was, it was good, and I thought... Um, Willem Dafoe's Goblin was yeah, great. Yeah, he was... Exactly. And it's in this Willem case... Dafoe, I, like, right? And it's Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Yep. Doc Ock. I was going to say Doc... Anyway, yeah, Doc Ock. Um, which is also... There's something about comic book villains yep you know like you're only as good as your villain Batman the the Tim Burton's you had Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito you had good villains and they're well written and they're well established villains as Joker Penguin and exactly. Catwoman right you so. have Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze in the fourth one in the canon they are important sure but they weren't well written no so and that's uh? the issue you have a very good uh, Osborn who turns into the Green Goblin. Green Goblin? Yep. Okay. And then you've got Doc Ock, played by Alfred Molina, who's so good. He's so good in that. He's so menacing. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it before we started recording as we were writing our list down. Alfred Molina seems like a cool dude. He does. But he also seems so menacing. Yeah, especially in that. Yeah. So, he's... Anyway, I, I like the original Spider-Man with with um, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. But there is something to be said about that second one. Yeah. That fight on the train. Yep. It's so good. Everything stepped up in the second yeah, one. Yeah, And the really third did. went off track, and then we yeah. rebooted it for reasons. and Have rebooted again. Yeah. Although this makes more sense, because it is now in the universe, yep. and he's actually a kid. He yep. looks like a kid. He acts like a kid. He totally. fits in the high school style. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> let's do that. The, the last Peter Parker just was nominated for his part in Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. And he did two Spider-Mans within, like, the last couple. Now, granted, I guess when you're going off to World War Two, you're not 40 years old. No. You'd be fairly recently graduated high school. Under but, 35. Yeah, okay, so... Generally, that was the... Yeah, but Andrew Garfield is old enough. Like, he was... <laughs> before he was playing Peter Parker, he was playing uh, Eduardo Sabarin from uh, The Social Network. Yep. So he plays a guy who was off at university before he's playing a high school kid. Yep. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Tobey Maguire had a younger face and more innocence about him, I think, and that's why yep. I felt like he was a better Peter Parker. He was. Yeah. He was geekier, too. Totally. And that makes a big difference for it Peter Parker. absolutely does. And I mean, like, I know that Tobey Maguire's been around for quite a while. Oh, yeah. But he, the the geeky innocence about him made him more believable as Peter Parker than Andrew Garfield's did. Andrew Garfield's too cool. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. 
we had one more. Oh yeah, we have a couple more. Iron Man two and three. 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 Yeah, Iron Man two is not great. Not great. That's the one with um, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. 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 As Whiplash. I didn't love that one. Yeah. But I did enjoy the third one. Yeah, it and was I very have good. seen it. it. Was on. It was on recently on TV, and I was just like, "Switch." I know, right? <laughs> hey, with com- with the superhero movies, it's touch and go for yep. me. So well, the fact that I've seen it at all, and you've seen Winter Soldier, I have. So yeah, so I'm doing okay for individual Marvel characters. Sure, doing okay. Yep, I'm not doing well. Sure. Yeah, but I've seen a. Captain America uh, sequel. Yep. But I haven't... Civil War? Is, yep, that's yeah. the third one. And what's the... Okay, so you have Civil War, which is a sequel to Captain America. And what's the Avengers... Age se- of Ultron. Age of Ultron. But Civil War does tie into Age of Ultron. Okay. Because it's the Civil War. Between Marvel characters? Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, Iron Man and Black Panther and Spider-Man versus Captain America and Falcon and... Yeah. Right. And that's the Spider-Man that is now in Homecoming. Right. Because he has a little cameo, and we see that in the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, where he's, like, watching himself Fight during Ant-Man. Civil War. Yes. Fight Ant-Man? Yeah. Wow, they just, they're just all in Age of Ultron, aren't they? No, that's that's Civil War. Oh, God. Right. It all blends in. I know I've been saying that all day. Okay. This is going to be a shorter podcast, I think, because... <laughs> I just can't... D- Dave needs Dave needs food. I can't sleep. wrap my head around this. <laughs> uh, Iron Man 3, though, that was great. I yeah. really like... I mean, I'm a big guy, rich guy... Yeah, guy... Pierce? Pierce, damn it. Yeah. I've been doing that for years. That's true. Yeah. You've that done that before on this podcast I as well, so it's okay. Before. Yeah. A big guy Pierce fan. Yeah. Um, and he plays a good villain. Like He he does. That's the cool thing about Iron Man is, especially Iron Man 3, I guess, is the, it could be two corporate guys against each other. Yep. Whereas I think with Whiplash, it wasn't, he was just a, a dude in a in another strange. suit. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, like Mickey Rourke was good in it, but yeah. he had nothing fun to do. He was do kind of one-dimensional. Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whereas there's a little bit more menacing and evil to... Like, subdued evil, I guess, from, from Guy Pierce. Yeah. Well, yeah. because he's charming, but you don't trust him. Exactly. Everything he does, he's charming, but you don't trust him. Yeah. Count of Monte Cristo? Mm, nope. Even in Memento. Yeah. Where he's the protagonist, there's, there's still kind of something Some unsettling there. about him. Yep. And maybe it's just him. It could be. I don't know. Anyway, he's all right. And he's, what, what did you say his name was? Do you remember his name in the in the movie? Oh, Aldrich Killian. Aldrich Killian, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. It's a great great role for him. Yeah, it really was. As you are exhausted. <laughs> We're getting down to it. Well, are we? Well, we have a the pile. stuff that we wanted to talk about, like the stuff that we highlighted. Well, what I was thinking is do we just want to do one more and we'll wrap up with that? Oh, I was thinking these two. Do you want to talk Muppets at all? Uh, it's the Muppets. Muppet movies are great. Muppets Take Manhattan. It's so good. That's a great Muppet movie. And it's not the first one, so it's no. a sequel. <laughs> exactly. Done. Perfect. Terminator uh, 2. Also a sequel. Yep. Done. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this is one that could... Did James Cameron direct T2? Yes. Yep. You both. could argue that it is better. Yeah. It's 
both have their merits. You need one, though. Absolutely, you need one. You can't... Ha- there are some that you that you can watch. Like, you could, I could watch Iron Man 3 having never seen Iron Man 2. Yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. You need T2, or you need Terminator, Terminator. in order to have T2. Yeah. But... It doesn't mean anything for him to help if he's not established as a bad guy. Exactly. And so when you see um, Edward Furlong trying to escape him... Yeah. You have no idea why until you realize that Oh no, the Terminator's actually now good, in a way. This one. This one, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yep. Um, and I can never remember the name of the guy who plays the T-2000. Oh, Patrick? Something. Yeah. I can't remember. But he's just so... Arnie was one-dimensional in the sense that he was an Austrian actor who doesn't really speak that well. Not then. Not then. Like, he's getting much better, but he still has that thick accent. But at the time, like, he was still learning English, I think. Yep. Whereas this guy, he's menacing because he just looks so damned evil. Yeah. In a normal way. Right? It's just a dude. It's just a dude. Yeah. But... But it's hmm. just, like, as he's... he's That liquid steel... I don't know. There's something about him. Yeah. Also, his... uh, His cameo in Wayne's World... Is the best. <laughs> yeah. Have you yeah. seen this boy? And he just, oh, and he drives off. <laughs> I didn't get it for years because I had never seen oh, T2. And yep. so I was just like, I had no idea what the reference was because I was pretty young when I saw Wayne's World. But That's fair, yep. T2 seemed like it was kind of a frightening movie for me when it first came out. Yeah. So I was like, I don't I don't get the reference. But once I had seen T2 and then saw Wayne's World again, I was like, oh my God, that is That's so great. good. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. It's a great it sequel. I miss Kyle Reese, but we all know that he dies. So yeah, yeah. when it's it's James Cameron taking a, doing a sequel, making it bigger, making it longer, adding more action to it, and adding a kid. Exactly what he did in Aliens. Totally. So adding okay. a kid. Did he add a kid in? Yeah, there's a kid in Aliens. Okay, perfect. I'll know that when I see it. Yep. We have to end with Jurassic World. Yeah. Slash kind of the Lost World, but... I enjoy the Lost so World. So do I. It's not great, but it's fun. Yeah. Vince He's Vaughn is the, the plan bleeding B, hard, yeah. the go-terrorist sort of thing. Julianne Moore, she yep. in that one? Yeah, yep, okay. she's Sarah. Yeah. Lots of the Goldblum. Tons of Goldblum. Love the Goldblum. So it's good. San Diego gets their Godzilla. Yeah. Good for them. That's fantastic. But Jurassic World was... It was a lot of fun. It was so fun. You got to see the original island. Yep. You got to see it functioning. You got to see it with the tourists. Hammond's dream is finally coming to fruition. Yeah. It's great. Chris Pratt is so good as the the hero. Yeah. Bryce and Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard is really beautiful good. and talented, and the kids are great. And uh, oh, who is oh Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio is a weird dude. That storyline didn't really work as well as I think they hoped it would. Yeah. But it was still fun. It was still fun. It needs you to love Jurassic Park, though. Absolutely. It requires that you love the premise. Because if you don't love the premise, there's nothing there for you. It's a nostalgia no. monster. That's all it is. I totally agree. But it's a really good nostalgia monster. Mm-hmm. If it's something that... You, if you of our, if you are of our generation and you grew up watching Jurassic Park and... You know, when you watch Swiss Army Man and they start humming the theme from Jurassic Park and you get nostalgic because of that. Yeah. This is a perfect movie. Yeah, it really is. 
All right. Okay. Any, I mean, we, there's a bunch of sequels that we haven't touched on. Like, a whole... Clerks 2. Yeah. Uh, we never talked about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We didn't talk, we didn't talk about... Barely talked about Die Hard. You Die Hard. mentioned it a little bit. Yeah, Bad Boys, Men in Black. Three. Three. Good, the I, bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, Frankenstein. Well, and we didn't talk. We hardly did. We talk about animated movies at all. Like we didn't. Not really. I mean, there's Toy Story two. Some lists have it as the best sequel of all time. Toy Story three. Toy Story three made me weep like a four year old. The the Ice Age meltdown. Uh, meltdown is really fun. Like yeah. there there are a ton of sequels that we haven't touched on that we would like to know if we missed anything glaring. Yep. Let us know. I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's, or the Crimson Avenger. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys from Podcasts. Email guysfrompodcasts at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or make a decent movie that warrants making a sequel. Then when you make the sequel, as we've discovered, many sequels have a like a secondary title after the original. So call your movie something like Emergency Exit 2. Hey guys from Blank, can you talk about socks? And we will, probably. If it's in a movie title, we will definitely talk about it. <laughs> also, The Crimson Avenger is a radio serial from the 50s. Oh, nice. Okay. That was what you called me, though, right? It was. Okay, oh, great. yeah. Yeah, I was making a reference to old radio because <laughs> I'm hip to that sort of <laughs> crowd if you enjoy the guys from podcast for all our loopy exhausted rambling tell anyone you can every way you can not just any way you can every way you can if you're not doing subliminal liminal and superliminal messaging on the guys from podcast superliminal yeah hey you yeah listen to the podcast oh okay see it works we are available on pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, including the iTunes Store, where a rating or a review helps us immensely. Stitcher, Blueberry App, Zune, Player FM, I don't know, you name it, we're probably there. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Let's start it on Wednesday, and while I don't care whether or not you gave any- anything up, that's totally your prerogative, I do encourage you to read the book Ash Wednesday by Ethan Hawke. It's not overly difficult, I mean... It's Ethan Hawke, but he actually writes story and characters really well, so check it out. It's I'm sure it's found on Amazon. I can't remember where I got it, but I just thought about it because Ash Wednesday was Wednesday. Good book. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this 156th sequel to the podcast, we also write things... We also write about things like music. That's music every day. There's throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, The Simpsons, gaming. We write about a lot of stuff. And where can anybody find that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. Or check out what I'm up to on Instagram or the newsletter, as I do both of those. And also, I just wanted to point out that there's a sequel to Screamers. Apparently. Which I've seen. Which is why I know it's there. Don't you love Screamers, Dave? I like the first one. I well, think, if I remember it. <laughs> Obscure sci-fi horror from Canada that some people have seen? Yeah. Anyway, Screamers. Cool. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. 
Uh, also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as our ad music called Rolling at Five, and it happened again, and this one we had to mention. Yeah. We talked about aliens. I didn't know yeah. when to bring it up. Bill Paxton, man. Like, yeah. oh, that one hurts. There's not a lot. Like, there's some where it's like, okay, you know, this person didn't have any impact on me, but he was Morgan Earp. He was in Aliens. He was in Twister. Yep. Ah, well, now he and Philip Seymour Hoffman are chasing tornadoes up in the sky. Yeah. This has been episode 157 of the Guys From Podcast. Are you sure it hasn't been 257? I am absolutely positive it hasn't been 257 episodes of the Guys From Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. I'm going to take a nap, everybody. <laughs> the Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by Not Sleeping. Not Sleeping makes us at our greatest.